Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Who is lobbying to play Carnage in the Spider-Man universe? Which rumors have been confirmed and which denied? And what is going on with that glorious IMAX in humans experience? Tune in now on Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Excelsior to you, <laughs> our merry Marvelites. Hello. We have a very Thanksgiving thankful episode of Marvel Movie News for yes. you, our Marvelites. We're going to try to get through news. We're going to do... Aww. That's how we feel. That's our, that's our feelings. <laughs> uh, so we're going to try to get through some news, some rumors, some conjecture, some craziness. And some then, Black Panther. Some Black Panther. Some Angela Bassett. Some, we'll, we'll, get there, we'll get there. Spoiler alert. Angela uh, Bassett. Stop breaking the news ahead oh, of yes. time. It's very Because they don't have the internet. How are they watching us? Okay. So we're going to get to that. Okay. Uh, and we also have a bunch of glorious Twitter stuff. Yes. And we're going to try to take uh, a couple phone calls at the end because we want to hear from you guys. Because it's Thanksgiving and family and you guys are our family here. So we want to share this magical experience with you. And the studios are all on vacation. So they have very little to talk about. So hopefully that can mean we have more time for you guys. Now, we are coming to you today live from the moon. I feel like the moon because we've heard that they oh, are doing a bunch of the Inhumans the on the moon. It's from the blue side of the moon today. <laughs> We're, we're ducking out. We're dark siding it. Uh, now, if you subscribe to us on iTunes at youtube.com slash popcorn talk, you can also find us on popcorn talks uh, website, popcorn talk network.com. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter, find us on Facebook. And most importantly, if you tweet us during the live show, good sir doom in the booth will retweet you. Doom demands your tweets and your phone calls. We'll give out the number uh, later on in the show. So it's going to be around. exciting. Sounds good. I'm excited for that. See, I love Talk the, to some fans. The opening of the show when we do like the, the pre-spiel mm-hmm. is my favorite part. Matt hates it. And oh, then really? Matt loves the part where he can just read something and I hate it. So it's like <laughs> together, great. Separately, yeah. I'm like words, 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 slash. Uh, so that's over. Yeah, and now and, we're and in the something. middle I have interjections. <laughs> and Twitter things. Uh, so we've got a bunch of little things today. Basically, rumors that have been stewing have been denied. Some have been confirmed. I think the one that has been rumored the longest and the one that we've mm-hmm. not known for sure and that I've lobbied for is it's official that Zendaya is not Mary Jane. Right. And that's cool. You know? That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, she's she's awesome. She's awesome for especially the tone that they're setting for this. Mm-hmm. With like a John Hughes-esque, uh, well, reboot-ish thing? Spider-Man yeah. thing? So it's, it's yeah, this is a great casting. I would have loved for her to be Mary Jane. Same. I'm okay with her being Michelle. I Yeah, mm. I'm okay with however they use her mm. in the movie. And I'm also okay with the idea that Mary Jane isn't introduced in the very beginning. Uh, yeah. Because I really like the long play of the comics where... Uh, so, Mary Jane is introduced in issue 25 of Amazing Spider-Man in one panel and her face is hidden. That's years, two little over two years into the character. And then she's not actually fully revealed till issue 42. So, like, 
that's another almost year and a half of her just being a mysterious figure that you just have the face of or have a reference by Anna Watson. So I, if they put her in the first movie, I would much rather it be mysteriously or mentioned or like something leading right. up to because it feels more like the books. Um, so I'm okay that she's not Mary Jane. I wanted it just because I think she'd be a good Mary Jane and I'd love to see her grow through the films. But mm-hmm. this to me hopefully means that she's, that Mary Jane herself is not in the first film and I like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's okay if uh, it kind of seems like they may not have that much of a romantic interest kind of thing. I know that her character isn't the romantic yeah, she, interest, but I think actually, somebody else is supposed to be. I, and I think I think they're using another early yeah, character. Exactly. Um, now, she said, quote, I'm not Mary Jane, unfortunately, but I am the movie, which is exciting. Quote, my character is not romantic. My character is, like, very dry, awkward, intellectual, and because she's so smart, she just feels like she doesn't need to talk to people. Like, my brain is so far ahead of you that you're just not really on my level. So she comes off very weird. Mm-hmm. But to me, she's very cool because she's deep. She's always thinking about something, always reading, and I like that. So... An intellectual character. She could be any number of like students that are friends with Peter. It would make there sense they'd be friends because he's the bookish guy. Um, so, yeah, it's still going to be a super enjoyable movie. And, you know, sometimes we have to get over our romantic selves. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes we get excited about an idea and then we just latch onto it and like, this will be the thing. And then it's not. It's but like, Doom it's... wants romance. Oh, I, well, Doom. Liz Allen is the rumor. Like, it sounds like we'll have oh, Liz right. Allen. Actually, so... for Zendaya? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Liz Different. Allen being Just the romance. Just that she's going to be in the... Uh, okay, got it, got it. Yeah. Because in the, in the comics, he had, like, Betty Brant. He had Liz Allen. He had a lot of crushes. Liz Allen was the first because she was that gorgeous girl that Flash was dating. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot more to play with than just the tropes and we just had sam raimi's not that long ago we just had gwen stacy literally a couple years ago oh yeah i think it's the right time to introduce a new array of characters <laughs> and have them last a decade because that's what i want one night movies like harry potter uh <laughs> speaking of spider-man uh a very large broadway star is lobbying to play my favorite character of all time mm. lynn manuel miranda yeah <laughs> is he said Quote, I'm very excited about this. Uh, Miranda's a big fan of Marvel, and there's one particular character that he would actually like to play. It's Carnage. He said, if Disney and Marvel were looking at doing a Maximum Carnage movie or bringing Carnage in the MCU as a character, he wants to be Carnage. Genuinely, as a fan, he would love to play Carnage. That's a goal of his. I just... This isn't isn't barely news, but the fact that, like, a guy hasn't been approached is just so excited about playing Carnage that he's talking about it, like, to his homies. No, I I like this because, um, I don't know, with, like, technology and social media now, uh, someone could just put out there and be like, hey, you know what? Um, I would be a great Lando. I should be Lando. And then everybody's like, yeah, you should be Lando. And now Donald Glover is Lando. Yeah, cuts to Donald Glover in high school wearing a Star Wars shirt. (laughs) Like right. that? Have you seen that? Uh, no, I yeah, haven't. One seen of his yearbook photos is him in an old '70s oh, Star Wars no. shirt. So it's like junior awesome. year of high school, and then you manifest it in real life. Don and there you go. We're so excited for you. Uh, I love this because it it means that like not only is he a fan, he's a big enough fan that his co-stars know, and that other people are like, yo, 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 he really wants this. Hey. And he even references an individual run. He references Maximum <laughs> Carnage. He's so much of a fan that he's like the specific arc. If it's Marvel like wants to call one. me, I got you. It's like I'm all for it. That's amazing. Uh, and if you don't know who that is, that's the genius behind Hamilton, but I'm sure you already know. Yeah, he's he's brilliant. Oh my god, uh, he tickets. is Broadway right now. Like, yes, he, you know what I mean? he like, is Broadway. It's a giant thing, and the fact that he wants to play a character that I never, I never, I just still don't know if we'll ever see, but the fact that he knows him so well that he references the story arc, killing nice. it, killing it, guy. Disney we, basically like is like owning Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it, it it makes sense. Like he's because they locked him up for. Moana, mm-hmm. they locked him up for Mary Poppins, and like one, he's doing a, he's doing the music for another thing. Like they like. Would it you like if you were, like, yeah. like anyone in Marvel was watching that play like change Broadway? Like we should get that guy for something, everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
so I mean, so him with Marvel is not outside the realm of possibility. No, mm-hmm. no. Uh, I, I mean, I still want it, Marvel. If you're watching, uh, but it's okay. If you want to go another way, it's 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 cool. Uh, so another little tiny tidbit of news. A bunch of you tweeted me this, and man. I was excited. Spider-Man Homecoming is officially attached to Rogue One. We're finally getting a trailer. Uh, This, to me, was going to be the big news story of the day, but that's not fair because it's literally just me being excited about Rogue One. Uh, (laughs) It's... I'm now more excited for Rogue One than I was than about Episode Seven, just because there's a Spider-Man Homecoming trailer. Oh, really? Like, the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer is bigger to me than all of Star Wars coming back because of how much, like... Two do, and a half minutes of that. Do not be late for that movie. Oh, then. there's no way. I'm gonna Don't. watch that trailer like every, I'm gonna go to a movie and anytime I'm in the movie, I'm gonna like just walk into Rogue One. Be like, huh? Watch it and leave, and then go to my regular movie. Yeah. Then I'm you so walk excited. outside like, oh, this isn't my movie. Oh, what a weird thing! I was in there oh. for two and a half minutes. Man, I'm lost. Uh, I'm so excited. We don't know that much about it. We know the villains. We finally got Keaton confirmation. We've heard the tone, but we haven't really seen it. If you weren't at Comic Con, you've not seen much. Uh, and I loved how Tom Holland handled everything, every bit of him in Civil War. And we only had like 10 minutes of him. So that means the trailer is like a quarter of what we had for Civil War. Oh, is so my yeah. rationale. Then I'm like, oh, we get another <laughs> quarter of that? Yes. Be like, there you go. Really then it's all gravy. It's yes. all gravy. So that's happening. It's not that big of a story, but it's a big story to me. And thank you all for tweeting me because I lost my mind. I... It's in May, but it feels like years off for some reason. Spider-Man feels like it's like... Oh, no. It's like right there. It's, like it's right eight months there. away? There, yeah, about eight, because we're at the 11th month, and there's the 12th, and then... Oh, wait, so seven, six, seven months. Six, six, six or seven, seven months? Yeah, so it's yeah. soon, and the trailer makes sense. I just didn't realize how soon, so chia. Here's what, I, what I'd like for them to do is just keep... I, I would love if they kept it off the web until it premiered. I would love that. Like, for like oh. a day, like, I would love to see... I don't remember the last time I actually saw a trailer for a movie I was excited for in theaters the first time. Yeah, that's true, man. It's been a um, while. And now when I rewatch Logan and Guardians of the Galaxy 2, it's it's exciting, but it would have been more exciting to have... Whoa. I have uh, Sky Patterson saying Lin-Manuel Miranda is providing, providing music for the live-action Little Mermaid film. Oh, great. So, yeah, Disney's Ooh. really locking them down. I know, dude. Fantastic. Well, while we're talking about uh, amazing red and black superheroes, it has been confirmed that the director of John Wick is, in fact directing Deadpool 2, which is <laughs> wow. amazing news because that movie was the biggest surprise of that year. In oh, my John opinion. Wick? Yeah, John Wick yeah. just came out of nowhere. It was it was surprising and I enjoyed every second of it. I mean, we've talked about it before. Yeah, it just, just like... casually. Before it was even rumored, we were like, yeah, John Wick's great. Yeah. Like, but now he's one of us. He's joined. Yeah, I wonder if there's going to be a dog in Deadpool 2. <laughs> I just want Deadpool to walk in a hotel and like wink at camera. I want there to oh, be like the mercenary hotel be referenced by just having Deadpool in it. Oh, wow. Just make the John Wick part of the... Like the just do F, it. The Fox MCU. Just do why it. Not? Why not? Just put hey, a hotel in it and that's enough. You know we'd love it. I mean, they put a freaking helicarrier in the Fox movie. They and we're did. Like, they we're put like, the Shh. raft. And, like also, they, and well, they cut it out. The yeah. raft. Yeah. But they went full Marvel. We're like, don't tell anyone. I'm like, there's a giant set piece. Your third act takes place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> but it's cool. Uh, so if you want to make it John Wick, I'm about it. Uh, so it was rumored for a while, but we just finally have confirmation. Uh, it's not a big change because we thought it, but now it's confirmed. So I'm excited moving forward. There was concern with Tim Miller leaving, but I think the John Wick guys are going to handle it. And I'm really curious how Ryan Reynolds handles that level of comedy with that level of action, like what that movie flavor is going to be. Because right. the, the action in Deadpool is incredible, but the action in John Wick is like full 80s action. I know. I mean, uh, those those two things, like those are like two different fandoms that go so yeah. well together. And it's going to be a different movie. It's going to be a very different Deadpool, I think. I mean, I think the yeah. tone will be the same because Ryan Reynolds, but I think yeah. the flavor of the film is... Now, I think it'll enhance it. Yeah, it'll oh, give 100%. it. It'll give it the proper seasoning that it needs. And with Cable and Deadpool, you need more action. 
you so would you would actually because uh techno organic viruses everywhere there's so. gonna be some stuff and the walk-in talks won't last for three movies so you gotta at some point like up it so i'm, I'm very yeah. excited um now that's it for the little stuff we're gonna move on dog to... pool <laughs> sorry brandon christopher yeah dog pool. <laughs> that's my next move that's deadpool 3 please yes uh now quickly you guys might have heard about a rumor of James Gunn saying that he would pay someone $100,000 if they found an Easter egg. Mm -hmm. Now, that kind of happened. Basically what happened, and this is what James Gunn said in his Facebook, quote, people are killing me with this stuff today. No, I never promised anyone $100,000 to find the Easter egg. One fan doubted there was actually an Easter egg, and I said I'd give him hundred k if there was not one. But now it's all over the internet that I'm offering hundred k to whoever finds it. No. <laughs> Like, it was that thing when you're talking to someone, you're like, no, no, trust me, it is, $100,000, it totally yeah. is. And then everybody's like, there's a bounty. There's, <laughs> there's a, a, a bounty. bounty. <laughs> We're egg hunting, and it's on. Oh, That's man. not the case. Don't go, like, frame by frame and calling James Gunn expecting to get $100,000. I heard oh, that man. Matt Key confirmed. That Matt Key confirmed. He did confirm it. Reward. Matt Key actually has the money in a briefcase. Matt Key confirms that James yes, Gunn handed him the $100,000. Find him in Japan. That's why he's not here. He's sending that money. Whisper uh, the Easter egg into his ear. <laughs> say what <laughs> minute and second it's at. And he'll hand you a bag of cash. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's, I just so, it was funny. Yeah, so you can stop watching Guardians of the Galaxy on repeat. Yeah, <laughs> Unless watch, you want just to. Just watch it once. It's great. Yeah. Just um, enjoy that. <laughs> uh, someone also mentioned Hitmonkey in that uh, Deadpool sequel. And I would love... Oh. Imagine Hitmonkey voiced by Keanu Reeves. Because, yeah, I want that in my life. I want one. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, while talking of Guardians, Dave Bautista, like everyone else in the world, wants the X-Men and the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy to cross over. He just said, as a fan, I would love to see it. Unfortunately, it's always going to be like that because the studios have a thing. X-Men versus Avengers will probably never happen. We're going to touch on that more later, mm -hmm. but Dave Batista is, if you're a wrestling fan... Big time wrestling fan. ...is like a, a titan of that industry. So the yeah, idea no, he's, that he's like sitting around like, amazing. you know, I'd like me some X-Men Avengers. Like, uh, it's just funny to me. Yeah, no, I, I, I feel like uh, he could throw his weight around a yeah. little bit now if he, and if he puts oh <laughs> he's got more than enough <laughs> uh so yeah if he uh you know put something like that into people's ears and please you know god willing i i I'd, I'd love it right i mean who wouldn't as long as it was done right but now that fans have been lobbying and the people in the movies are publicly lobbying and yeah. there's all this stuff happening we're going to talk more about it, the official yeah. uh ruling but i just it just it warms the cockles that we are living in a time when <laughs> actors are sitting heart. around like, you know, I'd like that obscure comic thing too. I'd like this deep geek reference to happen. Like yeah. Carnage and X-Men Avengers, thank you guys. What if he and Hugh Jackman, who has also said that he wanted to team up with like Captain America and stuff, what if they just like went off and did a a Drax Wolverine oh, team up dude. special? Uh. They just make like a fan film. They're just like sitting off and oh dude. Can you oh imagine? My God. They can, can have they can have Joss Whedon shoot that for them. <laughs> It could be Avengers style. Uh, someone just mentioned oh. uh, that yes, Deadpool three is X Force, and I personally love the idea of the John Wick guys handling X Force as well and doing it like a one two punch uh, because I would love these things to come out a little quicker uh, <laughs> for very selfish reasons. Uh, so yeah, that is that is all but confirmed. X Force, Deadpool three. Um, now before we move on to other newsy things, I want to thank our sponsor, MVMT Movement Watches. These guys. Uh, not only did I already have one because I was a fan before, but then when they sponsored me, it was so good to actually be sponsored by a company. I already liked patronizing. They are fantastic. Uh, they're, they're 
they care about the consumer more than a lot of companies I find because these watches usually go for like four to five hundred bucks in department stores and they sell them for like starting at ninety five bucks, which is it's that is super affordable. That's a silly thing for a watch. That's yeah. like a that's like a yeah. and I I love I don't wear watches, yeah, I don't um, but I I do wear this one because yeah. it's like it's. Uh, I love it. I have the boulevard, and it's all black, and I call it the assassin. And I just, yeah. I love it. It goes with everything, and it's just, it's so darn pretty. Yeah, you get a lot of compliments. I'm like, I get I'm, a lot of compliments I'm, I'm on it. So they, they uh, are sponsoring us today. They've been amazing. I got this one to get resized. I'm very excited to go get it, so I'll have two, and I'll just be that guy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> as much as possible, I like to be that guy. Yeah, now, they've sold like over half a million <laughs> Worldwide in 160 countries, they are based only online. That way, they can like save the money and pass those savings on to you. Now, they have this really cool thing where through us, if you go to mvmt.com/marvel, that's us, they'll give you 15% off. So they're starting at 95 bucks, 15% off that. This is like a silly thing. So they've been great to us, uh, and they're passing the savings on to you. And I literally have never gotten more confidence on a watch, and now I have two, so I can be extra that guy. So thank you so much, MVMT, and uh, yeah, check them out. They're great. Yeah. Um, now, on to Kevin Feige Even things. Doom is getting in on the... Uh, oh, wait. The is that... Oh, what? I think oh, Doom's... we've got Doom. <laughs> we've got Doom. Oh, yes. Doom's rocking his movement watch. Which <laughs> is my mask. If you it can is... hear me talking at this point. <laughs> it's, it's a magical thing. I just want to give full credit to Doom and his matching watch. There you go. And we wouldn't have gotten here without MPMT. Uh, now... While we lose Doom, we're going to report on Sir Kevin Feige had some thing to say about a lot of rumors. And basically, now, good news, bad news. Good news is he was talking about recasting and said, quote, look to history. We have a new Spider-Man right now who is in our Civil War film and is in Spider-Man Homecoming and the audience has embraced it. And you can look to Sherlock Holmes, James Bond, and Batman as characters that last longer than any one actor playing them. Mm-hmm. There's a precedent for it in other franchises that suggests it's possible, but right now, I don't want to think about it and don't need to think about it. That, the last yeah. sentence to me, is very interesting. Because okay. I had assumed, because their contracts keep running out. Yeah. They're all getting older. Yeah. I had assumed this conversation was much more, like, definitive. I had assumed it was like, oh, no, they're they're, they're recast. All but. I thought mm-hmm. we were going to hear announcements anytime now after Infinity War. I know, actually. So I'm but... very intrigued by the fact that he's like, yeah, no, it makes sense, James Bond. But don't worry about it. Yeah. It's like, hey, uh, even Doctor Who's different people. Right. So it's like, don't worry about it. So I'm really you still intrigued. have the storyline. You still have the characters. Right time. now, let's get through Infinity War and, you know, have that happen. And just don't worry about it. The future comes no matter what. But we're going to take care of you. That's right. what I. That's what I hear when I read this. He just says so much respect for the characters. Yeah. And I feel like we won't be steered wrong. And I've not doubted Marvel's casting yet. So it's, it's been pretty solid. No matter I mean, what, it's going to go great. But I love the fact that it seems like it's a little farther down the road than I thought. Oh, well, That's, yeah. That was what I got out of it. It seems I mean, like I was expecting the next two years we'd have an announcement. Mm-hmm. Or, like, already another replacement. I thought after Infinity War we might. Ooh. Uh, so this seems like it's a little bit farther down the road. And that's uh, it's mm-hmm. really exciting. Because I've grown to love these guys as these characters. Yeah. Like, Chris Evans as Captain America has made me like Captain America or the character more. Oh, wow. Interesting. Like, when I read comics that I used to read, like, if I reread a storyline, I appreciate what Captain America has to say because Chris Evans fleshed it out more than I thought the comics had. 
Oh, okay, interesting. Well, um, I was lot. I was kind of the reverse. I liked really? Captain America more before he was uh, live action mainstream, but that's just me because I guess I built him up so much in my head. Right. So then to see him as an actual real person, I was like, "Hey, you're doing a great job," but but you're not a superhero. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> that, was that kind of a thing. Iron Man. I was uh, I had a thing with where in the first Civil War when mm-hmm. I read Civil War, I was like, Iron Man's just a dick. <laughs> like I was just like, he's just the it's bad like, guy. Who's this DB? And then Tony Stark. In Danny Jr. and praised Tony Stark so much so when I reread Civil War right before Civil War 2 I was like yeah. do I kind of see his side? Like I oh, understood okay. more That's because great. these actors literally give them more depth than I ever read into it so I love these actors playing these characters That's but cool. there's a lot of actors out there and yeah, they need there's to there's a lot of talent you gotta be there. physically able to do the part so as long as they yeah. are I'm glad they're staying but this is uh, this gives me some hope ultimately uh, I think I'd rather see I'd rather not see recasting I'd rather just see new characters take up the mantle and keep the MCU in like a consistent like I know we recast a little bit here and there like Don Cheadle right right uh, oh, but I think yeah. like rather than have somebody else play Tony Stark I'd rather have get like Riri in there like, yeah change, of course keep, like Riri cast the mantle Williams. instead of and then it, like 80 year old Robert Downey Jr. can like return as Tony Stark like a grizzled old man like. <gasps> or or even go like like you're saying like go Riri after Tony Stark and then after her run then go Tony Stark and it will have been like 10 years and it yeah, won't feel as replaced yeah then it definitely has to be someone by then because you know you Robert Downey Jr. is to... doing goodness knows who else building di- an empire he's directing yeah he's directing a movie now he's buying an eighth island or some such like he's busy <laughs> uh, but I love the idea that like we can just branch out like you're saying like there's so many characters that are so heartfelt and fleshed out that we can go to them next yeah, um, I'd rather yeah. we see like if they're gonna have to like really recast these roles like wait till we have to do like secret wars or something and really like like bend the universe to do oh. <laughs> and make it the thing yeah, yeah. make it like make Battle it world work, make it part of the continuity as opposed to just like putting a new face on the role I, they, they've become so in my mind they're so attached to the roles they play yeah i don't mm-hmm. it's not even that like somebody else couldn't handle it it's just like i don't want that i'd rather a new character come into place no i mean i get you i totally yeah, i totally cool. see that um now tragically after all the Matt Keys confirms we can throw at you, <laughs> he also had this to say. Regarding Fox and Marvel teaming up, he said, quote, It's an impossibility at this juncture. Mm-hmm. We certainly have enough films to keep us busy for a number of lifetimes. Yeah. That sounds like a big old no. Yeah, that's a that's a huge that's, that's a that's a a not no. gonna happen. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a we're just friends. Yeah, that's uh, and a half. <laughs> so I mean, hey, we dreamed. We all knew it wasn't. Yeah. We all thought it wasn't going to happen. Uh, we we theorized, but alas, as it stands now, it's still not going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> but when you really think about it, we have such a bounty of treasures of uh, everything else that we don't really have to, you know, rue the day that he's saying no right. to this. You know, it's it's okay. We've got more. We've got yes, so much plenty. more. We're doing just all, fine. all the more. So yeah, I mean, I'm sad. Right, it's a bummer. I'm a, I'm a little sad. I'm still excited. Fox can keep going. Marvel can keep going. Keep making awesome stuff. Having yeah. five or six superheroes movies a year is more than I ever dreamed in any of my wildest imagination. Yeah, so. including Netflix uh, ventures. So you can have like ten a year. Yeah, like, and then got... ABC and, and IMAX and Inhumans. And Speaking so we have of all IMAX of this. and Inhumans, <laughs> now the announcement this week about mm. IMAX and Inhumans was that they're also keeping their feature film. Did that what? surprise you? Wait, I missed that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's just, it's a, it's a, they could. Well, it okay. said, they refer to it as a quadruple win and it won't replace the feature film. 
So it, it sounds like to me, not only are we getting the first crossover of IMAX TV show, Game of Thrones aired in IMAX, but it wasn't specifically shot to play. And I like, yeah, but this is specifically this is shot like they're sponsored by IMAX. By it's, it's, IMAX, IMAX is putting the bill up. They're doing a two hour thing, basically two episodes in IMAX. And then two weeks later, it goes on to ABC. They also said they're probably still doing a movie. Which would mean <laughs> theatrical, TV, theatrical. To me, that's this is wow, the first thing of this scope. That's huge. Yeah. How I read it was they're they're going to do the eight-part series. The first mm-hmm. two are going to be filmed on IMAX, but probably at a TV pace. Yep. Uh, so it's not going to take, like, most feature films take, like, a minimum of, like, 60 days, 60 production days to shoot. TV, TV episodes, more closer to 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then if that goes well they could do the sequel as a feature. Like a full, like, theatrical release. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I, I'm just intrigued well by that level of... Think the, but, like, the fa- that's, it's all connected. That's like, hey, we're truly, like, transmedia across all platforms. Like, we don't care what the medium is. We just want to tell the story. That excites me. Yes. They're even man. willing to think about it. The fact <laughs> that there's so many cross-genre madness like the fact yeah. that we're even considering that is is fascinating to me uh so i mean that's that's a lot of different companies agreeing with each other like i know that's marvel that's abc that's imax that's like that's a lot of of genre redefining like handshakes yeah where they're like hey yes uh the money and the fans are here so let's give them everything yeah and that's and that's amazing that we've gotten to the point where they're it does so well that we just lean into it. Like, yeah. And Inhumans is so weird. It is. It's it's so interesting that they're doing it. I'm glad that they are. Um, there's like a lot of, uh, you know, like part of our social media thing, like a question, a really good question that someone came up in. Let's just go ahead and chat about it now. Um, Dan um, at Hoot underscore 86. He was like, do you guys think they'll make Black Bolt use sign language to communicate in the show? Love this. Love I know. Idea. That is that is amazing because um. That's that's something that was a blind spot for me. Um, how it is with a, you know, about the uh, the community that um, is hearing impaired. Yeah. Or I think that's the wrong term to use. I'm not a hundred percent sure. But um, uh, my friend Jody, she does sign language and she's learned sign language classes. And she there's um, improv comedy that you can do oh, like awesome. yeah, sign language. And um, I realized, wow, I'm privileged in that sense that I don't have I watch a web video at work right. <laughs> uh, with that sound off um, I don't know what they're saying I can put the sound on and I know exactly what they're right. saying not everything's subtitled right. so to have a character like Black Bolt who he has to be silent yeah um, I love that idea so much to have so him much. actually use sign language I think that opens up a whole new audience for them I actually enjoy that thank you Dan at uh, Hoot86 that's a great idea I, I don't know how I never thought of it uh, yeah. Like, as in just the context of that character doing that, it just makes so much sense. Like, that'd be a great way to have a new... It'd be a great way to have an entire audience get a hero. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's a great, like, we have someone that's ours now. That's really exactly. cool. Exactly. I mean, and, and it's still, you have Black Bolt, but you have... It changes it, nothing about the character, which is doesn't. the only time I have a problem. And then mm-hmm. it gives only more to the audience. Like, yeah. that's perfect. And it makes them relatable in a whole different way to people. Yeah. And then maybe even stimulates interest in sign language for other people, which is just good for everybody and Sign language whole. is beautiful. Have you seen the, like, the Eminem rap and the girl translating? No. It's amazing. Like, Ooh. literally a girl does all of the, I think it's 8 Mile with sign language, and it's like, she does it to the beat, so it's like, body... 
it's like poetry physically. Yeah. It's amazing. I love going to theater and when they have um, the interpreters um, at the end of it. Like I saw um, Into the Woods. Yeah. And oh my, the it's interpreters so cool. get into yeah. it. I'm just, oh, you go. Because it's a dance. Like yeah. when you, when you, oh, it's so cool. It's a conversation. Now, that is all we have on Inhumans, really, because the it's we fleshed it out last week more. We fancasted. We had a whole thing on Inhumans. Now, some other news broke that I'm going to let you, because I know you wanted to talk about the beginning of the show, so I'm going to oh, let you yeah, go ahead and dive it's, in. It's not a quick news. Uh, yeah, so um, it's on uh, the front page of Marvel.com. Uh, Angela Bassett is, oh my god, <laughs> Angela Bassett is Ramonda. She is uh, T'Challa's mom in Black Panther. It is confirmed. It is uh, Matt Key confirms, Koi confirms, Marquia confirms, confirm, confirm. Marvel confirms <laughs> that she's, and this is such a powerhouse. This, this is, she's a, an Academy Award nominee. Um, she was nominated for um, What's Love Got to Do With It, which is a biopic with um, Tina Turner, and she is amazing. If you have not seen that movie, you will watch that and be like, how did you not walk out of that ceremony with a golden statue in your hand? Mm-hmm. Because it is amazing. She's an amazing actress. I mean, some of the movies, uh, she did Supernova, which is not a good film, but it is a good film because Angela Bassett's in it. Uh, you have that. You have um, uh, how Stella got her groove back. Um, she's <laughs> If you watch uh, American Horror Story, uh, she's Maria Laveau. Uh, she's like a, a high priestess, uh, voodoo priestess. She is this amazing force to be reckoned with. And then for her to be, uh, to be Ramonda, Ramonda is... She's the mother... Okay, she's not the birth mother of T'Challa. Um, his birth mother... Uh, I, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Nayami. Uh, she dies in childbirth with him. Uh, and uh, Ramonda marries T'Chaka. She, well, basically his stepmom. But she's the mom that you would always want to have. She mm-hmm. is, she's a hardcore mom. Hardcore mom. Um, like, this woman, she... When, when um, T'Challa was saying, oh, you know, we have to work things out with Eric Killmonger, you know, let me take care of him. We can take care of this. This woman goes, uh, yeah, if we just do a precision spot, uh, a precision strike from space and catarize that wound, then this wouldn't be a problem. That is a hardcore mama. And Angela Bassett is so maternal and hard at the same time. I know. Like just her general, like real life. She's real life. To use the word that I sometimes get called out for her Ness. Is incredible. Like her whole vibe as a person. Like I love Angela Bassett, and I love that Black Panther just can't stop, won't stop. Like it's just <laughs> like they're running out of mics to drop. Like Marvel's just like, oh, by the way, everyone. I can't. Like it's so much. Like every single casting choice they make is is perfect, and then every announcement they make is just like, I didn't know they had room for. I know. Like, it's like who else isn't in it by now? I made I made the joke earlier, but is Lawrence Fishburne something in this? Why Did not? I miss that? It'll happen. Because It'll be the week I mean, of. There's room. There's room in Wakanda. There's room in Wakanda for everybody. I'm so excited. For everybody. But, oh, I, uh, and, you know, this is supposed to be the shout out section, but um, shout out to, uh, was it Berkeley the Wise? Uh, <laughs> at K Heavey. I forget your thing. Well, in any case, we've had a back to uh, back and forth fan casting and neither one of us said um, Angela Bassett because we thought it wasn't possible. It's so big. This is so big. It's like Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney Weaver the Defenders. Like yes. it's like that yes. where it's just it's like big. oh, it's like what mind blown. That movie's gonna be crazy. Marvel has be so no great. limits left on who they can get to cast. In That's what I'm saying. I know. They're out of mics. I know. 
That's why like, I started like doing more casting like thoughts on uh, on uh, uh, Inhumans this week, mm-hmm. and I was thinking uh, as possibility for either either Maximus or Karnak, uh, Adrian Brody, and I yeah. think it's a realistic reach. Adrian Brody point. be a I don't great think Karnak. Out yeah. of he's like I don't think he's out of the realm of possibility for Marvel if they want to put him on an IMAX TV show. I don't know, man. The jackets, Adrian Brody, or uh, or the pianists, Adrian Brody. I was thinking the predators, Adrian, Adrian Brody. Man. Uh, I I want everyone. I think it's a win-win because I think actors get the exposure that they would not get on mm-hmm. almost any other project, and then Marvel gets the caliber of actors you need to do a movie like Doctor Strange. Yeah. Without the char- the actors they cast, the characters would not have worked in Doctor Strange. Because if you look at that movie objectively, there's so much exposition. There's oh, so yeah. much just talking at you. Mm. Would not have worked with lesser actors. Like, that movie is like, talk, 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 blow your mind. Talk, 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 blow your mind. <laughs> if you don't have the talk, 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 the blow your mind is just redundant. And that's what happens to a lot of movies. It doesn't feel anything because you're just seeing shiny. You cared so much about the characters because they were so good that by the time there was any mind-altering stuff, you were invested. So... Without Tilda Swinton, that wouldn't have worked for me. Um, or, or, like, you know, someone of that caliber. So Black Panther, I think, might, I hope, is our first, like, hey, Academy, look at the people we're putting in these movies Oof. and look at the issues we're dealing with. Look at the things that are important look to our culture. Look at the director culture. we have. We've got Coogler. We're literally doing everything. Please mm-hmm. start seeing this as a viable medium because it is. Just because the yeah. movie makes a lot of money doesn't mean it's not a good movie. It's more than uh, visual effects, special effects, or soundtrack. You know, Absolutely. Kind of, or sound. It's it's more than that. Just, and discounting it just for the scope is not fair, in yeah. my opinion. Does Black Panther, like, not maybe not dollar for dollar, but like, like, pound for pound like the weight of the actors involved i think black panther might have more talent in it than civil war oh I, as far point. as talent i mean not <laughs> like to the, scoff like the, at yeah, civil war the but... amount of quality actors involved like civil war we were like this has so many people in it but think mm-hmm. about black panther every single person well civil no, war just, was like every they balance it there's there's some lesser knowns that are in there remember um uh oh, not, not, White? not in terms of like known but just like the the level of talent of everybody oh yeah. yeah like they're like yeah, we've yeah. seen all these people be good this isn't like oh these i've never heard of this person maybe mm-hmm. they'll be good this is like we know established actors at least mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. Like one or two films are quality <laughs> and I love, I mean, I'd say uh, Civil War is our flashiest cast because it was like the greatest hits of Marvel. Uh, I'd say this <laughs> is our like, yo, look at what we've done as far as caliber. Like this is that like Oof. everyone, this is like that Denzel Washington trailer where it's just them crying at each other and you're like, I don't know what's happening, but it hurts <laughs> the movie. Look what we can get in you know this I mean? <laughs> movie for a character that 90% of the audience had never heard about right. five right. years ago. Yeah, and that well, he stole the show. Like 90%. I talked, yeah, <laughs> that's a high, that's a high percentage. But I, I get, I get what you're saying though. Uh, um, yeah, you you cared and you cared right away. Chadwick did that, and Doctor you. Strange did it too. Yeah, it had a cast that was like, oh, everyone, and I just <laughs> feel like Black Panther has more supporting parts that that Doctor Strange didn't have the option for. Yeah, Wakanda is a huge, uh, it's a huge nation. We're filling a society, not a sanctum. So it's a lot yeah, more flavor. Yeah, there we go. There we um, go. So I'm excited. And yeah. That's a- oh, my God. I mean, it's, it's, on, it's on the top page of Marvel.com. As it, it that, should be. It is, as it should be. Are you it excited, Marquis? I can't I'm tell. So, I'm, trying to, like, I'm trying to be cool right now, and I can't. So I'm just trying to not, yeah. Next oh year, my- Marquia gets her Deadpool Doctor Strange oh. year. Like, yeah, my hands. Idiot. You're supposed to be a professional. <laughs> you stop. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Get out, Doom. <laughs> Doom's already out. He's that kicked out. He's kicked out of the studio. <laughs> He's done. Yeah, it's like when my hands start, then... Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm good. It's next but, year? Yeah, I, what? 
No, 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 no sorry. It's I, I read this as 2017. My brain already went we're there because we're about to have like a three-week thing. It's soon. Yeah, it's soon, but it's not soon enough. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's too far away. Now, that's all we have as far as news, but mm-hmm. it being Thanksgiving week, we wanted to show how thankful we're to you guys. Yes. We're going to dedicate a little extra time to the fan portion of the show. Starting with Ms. Marquia and the world of Twitter. Yeah. Uh, we're also we... putting the uh, the phone number up on the screen now. Okay. Yes. Uh, we're going to take phone number, phone calls in a few minutes. Uh, if you don't get through, uh, we'll take it as soon as we enter the call section. But uh, for those of you who may be somehow watching us live but not uh, watching the screen, the phone number is 424-256-1633. Cool. Uh, so some quick shout outs that we didn't do during the program uh, and like you know Thanksgiving and uh, thank you to Darren and Carolyn uh, Jacques of I'm going to mispronounce this Cote d'Azur uh, it's the Tribal Fusion oh, Massage yeah Tribal Fusion Massage Parlor I went there and they are amazing they are good good hearted wonderful nerds Jacques that I are great. absolutely love oh my goodness and uh, their uh, salons in uh, Pasadena check them out Oh my god, it's it's amazing. I love them. I've been to I like massages. I work out too much, so I need them. Uh they're my favorite massage place by a lot, and they just are also the warmest people and they're comic geeks. Like you know that thing where you're getting <laughs> massaged and you're like, Do I talk or not? Like you can talk about comics and that's amazing. Yes. Like that awkward, like someone's touching me. Do I speak? You have a bond with these people because they're one of us. Check them out. Yeah. Like the entire time I talked uh <laughs> comics with that's, Carolyn. No and I was just like, Yeah, let's Is do that it. a thing? It's great. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Uh and then a uh, sh- uh, birthday shout out to Otto Cobbler, um at Otto Juan Knobler. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, I'm supposed to have been a responsible adult since Sunday. What about a birthday shout out? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. So you're either 18, 21, or 25. <laughs> responsible, <laughs> Somewhere in that range. Responsible Somewhere. adult, or 30. <laughs> responsible adult ages. Uh, and then, um, oh, Brock Domjanovich, um, at Brock Dom. Uh, it was your birthday yesterday. You absolutely love the show. You look forward to it every week. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, man. Yes. Happy belated um see um oh and then adrian um at uh pina 42 uh he bought um movement watch and he, oh, says, yeah. and he sent us a picture and it's like it's here thanks marvel movie news and mvmt so congrats for that it's awesome enjoyed yes 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 okay so uh questions uh so from at mike the beast 92 how much doctor strange do you think will be in thor 15 or less minutes. Yeah. Oh, 15 or less. I was, I was thinking like percentages. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's just how my head works. Uh, I think a small percentage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know. Fun. McCoy's pretty on point there. Yeah. Probably like five to ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. I think the most we get is 15. Cause that's actually a substantial amount of time. I think 15 or less minutes. I think we'll get not a cameo, but mm-hmm. not a supporting role. Like mm-hmm. somewhere somewhere in that smaller little flavor. Yeah. One, the length of corner. one battle. Yeah, or, or, <laughs> or like a post-credit scene, but in the movie that length, like I like exactly. the five. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, and from Haiku Eli uh, five seven five at Comics Guy. Uh, yeah, he brought up or she brought up the um, USA Avengers covers. Um, like November eighteenth, Marvel released the rest of those, mm-hmm. um, and it, all fifty four are revealed. Uh, it's um, because it's fifty states plus Puerto Rico, District of Columbia, Canada, and the United Kingdom. Uh, so yeah, uh, just now, some fun discussion stuff with that. Spider Man oh, yeah. in Vermont. 
Spider-Man's name. You know, I don't understand. Something that they did say is that they were going by birthplaces, yes, and also key storylines. I've read, I'd argue, virtually all Spider-Man. I remember zero maple syrup adventures. <laughs> I love Vermont. Oh, it's one of my favorite places in the world. Literally, Vermont in the fall is heaven. Mm-hmm. But Spider-Man and Vermont, I do not see any correlation. <laughs> so, I'm also, a little confused. They gave New York to Luke Cage. Which, which is I'm, fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can't you can't split it up into, there, there's so you know, many boroughs. Pe- Everyone's right? in New York. Yeah. There's so many people that Everyone. could have been in New York. I mean, they had to put Captain <laughs> I mean, America look, in look Delaware. Look at Koi's shirt. There's just on my shirt, we're sharing New York. Just <laughs> right here. Everyone. That's how much New York has a problem with heroes. Where would you have, I'm curious, Koi, where would you have put Spider-Man knowing that, like, New York was already taken? You know what's funny is if not New York, Jersey because I feel like there's oh. been there's been times he's gotten like trapped on a car and ended up in Jersey or fought the hammerhead in Jersey or like <laughs> who got Jersey or begrudged the oh, fact goodness. that he was in Jersey. Oh, Kamala Khan, you you had to give it to Kamala. yeah, you had to oh, give it to Kamala. Yeah, that's true. But like the idea of him being trapped in Jersey, that's a comic story. That's funny to me. Uh, <laughs> if not those two, he actually travels a fair amount. I just don't think to Vermont. <laughs> oh, uh, fun guy, Spidermont. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Spidermont. That's, yeah. that's the only logic we can think of. <laughs> there you go, Spidermont. Um, but yeah, I love that um, Spectrum was on the Louisiana cover. Makes total sense. Uh, she's awesome, and of course, Louisiana. She was part of the Harbor Patrol, and that's where she was born. I just thought it was interesting. Gambit, Frank and Marie Gambit wasn't. Rambo. I just thought it was interesting they didn't give uh, New Orleans Gambit some love. Uh, well, you know, just for US the popularity of the character. That's all. I, yeah, I guess he wasn't in like... their their top fifty. I mean, it's almost <laughs> like Fox owns him or something. Oh, <laughs> well, that's none of my business. I mean, they had that to reach. <laughs> they had to reach pretty Koishi. deep for some yeah. of these, like it's to really get yeah. to fifty. They had, they have Jocasta in Washington. <laughs> like, like it's, so. there's such there's so many characters in Marvel. They're like, but what if? Yeah, it's an interesting it's an interesting way, but it, it brings awareness to characters and it it causes the conversation we're having. So clearly, it worked. Yeah, yeah, and then. Um, from November 18th, like um, because they are they're tracking which state variants are ordered the most. Uh, the United Kingdom one is uh, ordered the most. I don't think that's actually up on that um, the 50 that we have there. But yeah, I know the United Kingdom is the top one. The next one is uh, Texas, and I believe that's Firebird. I think Texas is Firebird, uh, and then Canada, which yeah. I want to. Deadpool is Canada. I love that so much. It makes so much sense. What else would it be? Thank you for beating Wolverine because you are the most Canadian of Canadians. Uh, and someone wrote, uh, Tim Kogan, uh, watching the leaves turn without May. All right. Now I like the Vermont cover. There you go. That's all it took. Thanks, man. <laughs> Way to go, dude. All right. So, um, uh, yeah, thanks for that discussion point um, at Comics Guy. Uh, and we already did Dan with the uh, sign language. Awesome. I like how it's like 40 years into comics with variant covers and there's still new stuff to be like, yo, like hip hop variants and like state variants. Oh, yeah. I still get into it. Like, I mean, it's cool. They know how to get my money. Yeah, they, they've got it down to a science by this point. I'm just telling you. Well, speaking of this shirt, uh, briefly, I wanted to give a quick shout out to not only Max Heron, who has done amazing work and made this shirt, but also to Joey Harrison, who reached out to Max Heron and bought one of his own. He's a uh, longtime watcher and now the proud owner of one of these bad boys. Now, Max is maybe sending us some Christmas love, and I might have gotten a tweet that I was pretty excited about. So uh, I just want to give that guy some love because he makes really cool stuff and has consistently been, like, a diehard fan. So, Joey, Max, thank you guys, and thank you. Nice. Uh, and then moving on, um, uh, at Mickey Monster 3 5 uh, 
he gave us a shout out. He said, love this show. My coworkers and I listen every week at work. Makes our day fly by. Awesome. Hashtag thankful. Uh, and he also tweeted about like, uh, you know, like way back when, when we did the Doctor Strange show, mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, what's this cup that uh, Doctor Strange, you know, points at Cassilius? And uh, he's like, do you even know how to use that? And mm-hmm. then he just throws it down. Um, so apparently that is the evil eye, which... It's okay that he, it's actually funny that he didn't know how to use it because the evil eye is a relic from Fantastic Four and it's capable of literally whatever a writer wants or needs it to do. I love the idea that he does that music because it's not in his universe. <laughs> like, that's like an accidental writer blood. Yeah, like, what is like, this thing? I don't know. It's a Fox property. It's like, this could do just about anything. In another universe. Exactly. Uh, and then uh, on to Daniel Drew uh, at Jedi Time saying, uh, Dude, you have so many awesome pictures yeah, of like man, everything. Um, one of the pictures that he sent us out of many, and you can go to hashtag Good Mail Day. Um, he shows he bought the um, Art of Doctor Strange book, and it is, it is absolutely gorgeous. Staggering. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there it is, a picture of it. And he, he actually has a video on his page of the first couple of pages. Um, if you don't want to buy it, at least see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's real pretty. Yeah, and then... uh, That's a coffee table book. I know, right? Isn't that gorge? Uh, So, and then Matthew Dennis, at Matt Dennis 214 he shared a Deadpool meme, and I just really love this meme. Yeah! That's like a next-level fourth wall break. (laughs) Like, when you break the wall within the frame. Impressive. Yes. Floor break? (laughs) And it's like an infinite loop. (laughs) I mean, we've all been there. We've all been right there. (laughs) Okay, and then uh, Darren Fielder um, at Megadaz, uh, Shelf of Marvel Goodies. I love that. That's that's a collection. Dude, staggering. I, I oh, I've loved these coming in, by the way. Yeah, I love seeing all your nerd caves, your nerd dens. Now, most of my comics are on the East Coast, because uh, when I moved, I couldn't carry 17,000 books, because that would have been all my money. Yeah. Uh, so I will, next time I go home, take a picture of my nerd cave, which is, uh, I think I'm at like 30-ish long boxes, plus some shelving, plus some other stuff. Uh, but... To see the figures, like, made mm-hmm. me... I have a collection, but I don't have, like, that. So I, like, <laughs> I got so... I've, that That's my future. So everyone that's in your Nerd Cave, thank you. It's inspiring. Yes. Should we do a day where we each show off, like, our own Nerd Caves? Like a... Oh, like yeah. a, like an MTV Cribs? <laughs> like, I'd be like, yo, welcome my, my Nerd Cribs. I was just thinking some pictures, but sure, we can still... <laughs> Let's open the door in, like a that. mink robe, like yeah. I love that miniature shutdown. Be like, uh, oh, no, I'm no, sorry no, no, just pictures, photos. <laughs> you open the door in the Doctor Strange robe. Yeah, um, just like yeah. mine's and very nothing else. <laughs> mine's what? very eclectic. Um, it's like Sailor Moon, Transformers. Um, there's some Full Metal Alchemist. I mean, it's it's super eclectic. I'm very. I've actually got a picture of a corner of my. Uh, because I thought I would share with you guys I got a package in this week from Mondo uh, Records uh, and this is my current uh, record player setup with Luke Cage vinyl Mm -hmm. and the Jessica Jones vinyl framed on the the wall Uh, and the record is purple Dude, that's so, so cool. So of course perfect. it is. Uh, yeah, I have like my whole apartment is basically my nerd cave. Uh, my I've got a wall that's got like twenty pieces of art, and then another wall with some like tapestry, and then I've got uh, uh, my one of my coolest things is a one of a kind skateboard that has all of my favorite Spider Man artists. So it's a wrap skateboard oh, of Spider Man nice. art. That's like so yeah. I'll we'll, we'll mm in cribs. Whoever yes, <laughs> Betsy, good call. 
Yeah. Uh, and then uh, another picture of more nerd dens. Um, we have home office prints and a Spider-Man shell from uh, Nathan Claycamp at N. Claycamp. Uh, yeah, and uh, fun fact with this, um, the Spider-Man figure that you see in the middle shelf, he uh, painted that in middle school. Oh, I was just looking at that. Like, I've never seen that one before. Yeah. Dude, that's a nice setup, man. That's pretty. Nice. And Very aesthetically I'm, pleasing. Yeah, and then uh, he also has uh, the office prints, the home office prints, where he has Spider-Man and um, uh, Hulk. Uh, we can see that one. And then uh, to uh, end it off with this particular section, uh, Bethany Kettler um, at Undercover Nerd B. Uh, she she goes, my house is too much nerd to fit into one tweet. So here's some of my hashtag nerd yeah. cave. And uh, yes, this is gorgeous. And thank you for making it a collage for us so we that's can just show awesome. it in one big. It's beautiful. That's, so, yeah. that's gorgeous. Nicely done. Wow, that's like staggering. That's Heck jealous. Yeah, fan. Real jealous. Cool. So yeah, if we have any calls coming in. Uh, yeah, do we have like any calls that? set up? Yeah, Otherwise, uh, I, I yeah, have yeah, some notifications I can do. Let's take some calls. <laughs> hey there, call. You're on the air with Marvel Movie News. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Brock Damjanovich, calling from Utah. That's a hey, cool name, man. Hey, Brock. Welcome. Hey, hey yeah, you uh, gave me a birthday shout out earlier. Brock yeah. Dam. There we go. Nice. What a direct happy birthday. I know. Direct to you. Well, we're going to hey, find out with like everybody that calls. Birthday present in itself. <laughs> who, is, who is your U.S. Avenger today? <laughs> who did Utah get? Gosh, I don't even know. Someone made of salt because of the Salt Lake, probably. And there I you know. go. You can be Hydro Man after a long run. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Uh, hey, I got a question for you guys. Kind of two parts. Okay. Uh, number one, uh, what is, I haven't heard you guys talk about the soul gem in a while. What is it capable of? And where do you guys think it is in this wacky Marvel universe? Soul gem. That's the one that, um, that possessed uh, Taka, right? No. No, wait. Soul gem. Is that the one that, um, I was theorizing was in, uh, uh, Heimdall? Heimdall. Yeah, Heimdall. Because it's, uh, right. Yeah, I'm, because we were we were you know kind of batting it around because if you see um, Heimdall's um, chest plate um, in uh-huh. all of the Thor movies, there's a little jewel. And then for the fact for him to be blind, but then also be able to see everybody no matter what, I love uh, that. Yes, so it's a very real possibility that he does it. And then plus that ties in with um, the whole you know death of Heimdall, which I am not looking forward to at all. Uh, Other yeah. possibility, um, Hela. Um, th- those are my guesses. I actually think it might be with Thanos already. Uh, because I, the way I'd do it is I'd introduce death by way of the soul gym. Uh, and I'd have her be interested in him because he has the soul gym. And then him lose the soul gym mm-hmm. and then covet death is what oh. I'd do. I'd make it like a so, love triangle with the gym. Wow. Yeah. So do you think that all of these different Marvel characters are just going to be dying off it, once he, once Thanos comes a calling for those gems? Like, do you think we're going to lose the Vision Heimdall? I think is there any hope. I think Doctor Strange remains because I I think that the the uh-huh. eye just holds the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know how Vision's going to bode. I also think Vision is too strong of a character to really like keep up with yeah. a lot of the things. Like it's kind of like a deuce-sized machina. Like the character <laughs> comes in like I can do everything. Uh, <laughs> so I think as far as logically getting rid of the Vision makes sense. I also think that's a great way for Scarlet Witch to lose her mind. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like the idea of, yes, there is like the complete devastation that happens, um, you know, after, and then that's how he has the uh, the Infinity Gauntlet. And then we can have uh, Nebula come in 
um, and then do her thing that she did um, in the comics where it's like uh, where she's mortally wounded and she's like oh I'm, I'm mm-hmm. gonna fix myself and then she <laughs> she kind of screws herself but then brings yeah. everybody else back to life I am a-okay with that happening cool very cool love to hear it mm-hmm. I like to think that uh, in doc, uh, once he uh, goes for the eye of Agamotto he'll take the gem out and then there's gonna be an epic moment in the movie where Doctor Strange is like no, if only I could use this artifact. And then it like reopens and turns out the gem was holding it back. Yeah, that, that's, I would love if he becomes nice. the Sorcerer Supreme by overcoming the power of the gem. Yeah. That's Ooh, what I want. Yeah. I yes. want that to be how he and earns would, it. Oh, that's yeah, sweet, Brock. powerful enough to hold back the gem. You know, just containing mm-hmm. it. That's all it was there for. Right. But and now it can actually be used. Mm-hmm. Into it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> love it well thank you guys so much love the show tune in every week this is my first time in the live chat but loving it awesome man and happy Great. birthday again dude yeah dude hey, thank you so much have a good week bye shall we take another call let us yes all right oh and uh joshua wright says totally awesome hulk got utah yeah oh and and spider-man didn't get vermont uh vermont went to the irredeemable ant-man who? Where's Spider Man? He's yeah. in New Hampshire. Oh, Vermont's cousin. They're like they're, they. I yeah, okay. get them upside down and confused. I love New Hampshire too. No sales tax. That I get. Spider Man is poor. Okay, so no Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> you can Just still leave Antmont. <laughs> you can still go leave people in New Hampshire. It's very beautiful. Okay, call. All right, let's take one more. Hey there, caller. You're on there with Marvel Movie News. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. Um. I saw the news about Kevin Feige saying all those things about um, uh, about the X Men and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to be on, and to be honest, I think it's a bit of a misdirection, also a bit of a lie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, uh, what's your name and where are you calling from? Oh, I'm, I'm Jamal. I'm calling all the way from the Netherlands. Actually, I'm calling way oh. overseas. Oh wow! Oh, Netherlands. awesome, man. Nice. Also, we don't even need a U.S. Avenger for the next. I, I agree, actually, dude. I didn't even think of the idea that he could easily just be like, they're all about to die. Yeah, like, hmm. Because that'd be the way to change the slate. So that's a great that's a great mislead. Nah, but the, the real reason is basically he said the same thing about Spidey back in, back in 2014. Oh, he didn't even everything. The old slate and everything. He said... Uh, Nothing has been said yet. I don't know anything about it. I'm not going to talk about it. That's what he basically said back then to announce the entire slate. Just basically people were speculating about Spidey possibly being in the MCU back then. Right, dude. Oh, man. Oh, man. I love the idea that he, he gave that, like, official statement from, from Cerebro. Like, he's, like, sitting in the chair, and he's like, yeah, no, Fox, Marvel, that's not going to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, man, I'd be so stoked if he was just, like, the ultimate bait and switch, because it would get him another billion dollars. Yes. True. But I think he's a, he's a bit lying, just on this direct, just to be like, I don't just don't want to talk about it. I just want to talk about the news we're doing right now, and that's all I care about. And basically, but don't forget... Feige is not just uh, a comic book guy. He is also a bus- he's also becoming a businessman slash producer, and basically sometimes you have to divert the the attention to to watch other stuff, do your own stuff. So basically, he wants to focus on his movies and not to talk talk about like Fantastic Four or anything. Yeah, dude, oh, I, I love this idea, man. Uh, yeah. I, I literally I, I hadn't even considered it. So uh, let's hope yeah. you're right from the Netherlands. 
Yeah, and way to no, way to like uh, Doctor. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Um, to Sherlock that out. Yeah, yeah. Referencing the old thing makes <laughs> yeah. a lot of sense, man. Well, it's uh, it's how you re- how you sometimes can read the uh, people. Yeah, how you no. think about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate your call, man, and thanks for watching from uh, far, far away. Yeah, Netherlands. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Good talking to you, man. Sure. I, yeah. Good luck to you too. Have a night. Have a great night, you too. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That's a great. I mean, that's a, it's a good point though. Yeah. Like isn't it? it could easily be a diversion tactic. I stand by my thought that like we're gonna get in the way that like you know um, the Infinity storyline, not Infinity War, but Infinity, the, mm-hmm. the, the one we don't want to talk about. But, <laughs> like the result of the whole thing because it messed up the Tor hole in the universe, and then Angela came out of it yeah um that was the whole like it was like we did this whole crazy plot line to get Angela to get this character (laughs) to get this one character look what we did um but they i could totally see them bending like one like the the universe rips open and then fantastic four crawls out of the hole dude dig it Uh, oh simply recommend uh fox mamu feige's come to bargain (laughs) (laughs) well done nice work nice work I got a couple real quick uh, shout-outs, too. I give Max Heron a lot of shout-outs for T-shirts, but I also want to give some love to Jeffrey Spicer, one of our original T-shirt uh, aficionados. He's at T-Public slash Artboy. He gave us the amazing Deadpool-Spider-Man combo and the Deadpool-Pinball. Great shirts. I just wanted to, I wear those all the time, too, so I wanted mm-hmm. to give him some love. And then on Twitter, uh, I wanted to thank everyone that's been sending us not only the big spreads, but also, like, the, the Miss Marvel toy. Did you see that? Uh, no. Like, I a Miss Marvel keychain from uh, from Jedi Time Saiyan, who is just all oh, of the things. Oh, that's a sweet little keychain. Real cool. Uh, and just seeing you guys send pictures is always cool, because I love seeing what you guys look yeah. like and, like, what your geek world is. Uh, so love thank you pictures, very much. Y'all. With Miss Marvel toys, there was this adorable exchange on Twitter where G. Willow Wilson was like out at, at like because the Kamala Khan uh, Funko toys are like exclusive to Walgreens, and apparently she like went out to a bunch of Walgreens to try to find them and couldn't. And she was like, "Does anyone know where there are any in my in Seattle?" And then Funko is just like, "We've seen a few." <laughs> Amazing. Send us a message. Uh, um, also, Ash Arnold, it's your birthday as of like right now. Happy birthday! Happy on the, birthday on them Twitters. And then yeah. I got a couple quick iTunes shoutouts, just three. Uh, Coran Horn fifteen called his Matt Key confirms. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the five stars. A Pembo 2000, Marvel Fans Unite. Thank you very much. I appreciate you giving us all individual love. And then one of my favorite, favorite names in the iTunes and the live chat asked for a sexy shout out. So, uh, <laughs> Anakin, JK, Gatsby. I don't know if you are like, I'm Anakin. Just kidding. I'm Gatsby. But if that's the case, I respect it. And I'll be your green light across the sea anytime. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Anakin J.K. Gatsby. Happy birthday, baby. Wow, wow. Now it is your Luke Cage when I hear the sexy shout out. <laughs> so I get distracted mid sexy, where I'm like, yeah, yeah, Luke Cage. Bulletproof love, baby. Sweet Christmas, baby. <laughs> Thank you very much, hashtag dope nerd. Uh, we appreciate you. Yeah. And this music just lives now. I know. Li- we live call? in this music. Uh, yeah, we oh, got time. Yeah, we have it. time. Let's, Let's do it. Hey, call you're on the air. What's your name? Where are you calling from? I'm am uh, Nicholas uh, from uh, Tucson. Hey, What's going Nicholas. On, Tucson. Hello, I think you've got. Uh, uh, I think you've got one of um, the Hulks out my there. My stream is a little slow, so that's why I was, I'm a little okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have a question for Koi. 
that uh, he may appreciate since he's uh, um, announced his love for the awesome show Spectacular Spider-Man. Yes. Okay, so um, since the movies appear to be going in a similar fashion, in my opinion, with Vulture heading the first movie, Mm -hmm. and since the first episode was uh, a spectacular was Vulture, uh, so... Do you do you think in a similar direction for Eddie Brock, which is a character I love in that show, <laughs> would they take a turn and make him like a surrogate brother to Peter Parker? And if so, who would, who would you like to cast as Eddie Brock? Hmm. Now, if they go <laughs> surrogate brother route, so they go the way of younger, they don't go with the uh, editorial version, they don't go with the bodybuilder who's begrudging Spider-Man, they go with him as akin to Peter Parker, I would go with the young gentleman who was almost Peter Parker himself. Uh, and I think it'd be really interesting to have, if they go that Eddie Brock, um, oh, what's his name? He's got black hair, bright blue eyes. He's in that uh, something from Mars oh, movie. Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien? Uh, oh, Dylan O'Brien would look, that looks perfect. The, the, yeah, that's the guy from Maze Hunter. No, um, Maze Runner. I'm talking about the guy that was like so close to being Spider-Man then he had like a public statement and then oh, suddenly Marvel... Uh, my, my boy, Asa Butterfield. Asa Butterfield. Butterfield. There we go. Uh, yeah. I think he'd be a really interesting, if they go the brother route. Like, uh, Ultimate Spider-Man kind of did that, and then the Spider-Man 3 kind of did that. I personally, I love Spectacular Spider-Man, but my Eddie Brock is a bodybuilder who's rageful, who's like a, a Catholic man who prays to, like, curse Spider-Man. Like, my Eddie Brock is the classic, so I don't see him yeah. as close in age. But if they want to go the brother route, I think it'd be really interesting casting to Asa Butterfield because there's something so unnerving about him that's also charming, uh, and that'd be a really fun way to play it. Indeed. And also, because yeah. the casting stuff would be like, sorry, bro, but here, you're Venom now. Like, uh, it'd, be, it'd be an interesting route. Um, but my overall Venom, uh, I love, and he's a lot older than Tom Holland, which would be a weird way to go, uh, but I've always wanted um, Sam Witwer. Um, to Ooh. Be, yeah, my boy Sam would be a great, great Venom. That's a great one. And uh, one more question. Uh, what do you think of my personal fan cast who I would like to see as sort of a kingpin of the Spider-Man universe who's toned down a little bit, um, Danny Glover for Tombstone? You know, you can just say Danny Glover, and I'm with you. Uh, Danny Glover, Tombstone. Oh yeah, I mean, I dude, I I love me some Glover, both Donald and Danny. No relation. Yeah, uh, no relation. <laughs> you get both. I of get them in the tripped same up movie. on that. Dude, I've been oh, saying Donald Glover. Donald Glover. I get mixed up. Okay. Oh, you did. Did, oh, did you mean? Funny. Did you mean older yeah, or um, younger? Uh, older. Older. Older Tombstone. Older. Older Tombstone. Okay. Danny Lethal Weapon. Donald Danny, Childish yeah. Gambino. Danny's too old for this ish, oh, and, and Donald is there. Donald is so, Lando. My dream has always been Danny Glover as the associate editor of the Daily Bugle, and then Randy, his yeah. son Donald Glover, just to confuse everyone reading the cast. <laughs> as I got confused, right? Wouldn't nice. it be amazing if Tom Holland and Donald Glover were just friends because of the casting, and then like Randy Robertson and him are college homies, like because they were roommates? Yeah. I would love that. <laughs> uh, so either Glover for Tombstone, sign me up. Uh-huh. For right, sure. Sweet. All right, thanks, guys. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for thanks joining for us, Nicholas. Alright, we, uh, we got another caller on the line. Let's do uh, it. Let's yeah, see. let's do one more. Hey, caller, you're, off, you're into Marvel Movie News. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, uh, this is Eli from the faraway land of Florida. Oh, uh, Florida. the Floridians! How are you, sir? Oh, I'm good. Florida, uh, you what, got what cover is that? You got the you got Ant Man, Scott Lang, to be yes. specific. Ooh. Yeah, actually, um, 
I, I sent that over to you. I'm Haiku Eli. So. Uh, uh, oh, there hey. you go. What's up, man? Hey, Thank dude. You. Thanks. Uh, it was a good I'm discussion good. point. Uh, doing great. Thanks for the discussion point, though, man. Hey, no problem. You guys are doing great today. Love the show. Um, <laughs> question for you. In this golden age that we're in, are there any characters or stories or teams you'd like to see that hasn't had an announcement yet? Because I can think of one, because I've recently read, like, the whole book, 12 issues, collected, and I'm like, it would be amazing if this somehow got on the air. But I want to hear your guys' thoughts first. If there's anyone left you haven't seen on screen. Okay, so you mean, like, small. out of everything? Yeah. Because Marky has got an answer Besides Carnage. <laughs> Besides Carnage, yeah. Um, yeah. Um... Well, uh, I think I've said it before, uh, Young Gods. I mean, I'd love for them to uh, do that. Uh, that's a, that's a group of um, humans that are supposed to be the best of the best of what Earth has to offer. Um, and they mm-hmm. it's part of, like, the whole Thor thing. Actually, um, uh, I always pronounce this name, Hemdal? Mm-hmm. Heimdall? Heimdall. Heimdall. I'm always going to mispronounce that. That's just going to happen. Um, Heimdall's the one that, like, kind of scavenger hunts them out. Um so I, I would love that because it's it's such it's such a diverse team of people too. I mean, uh, it's like you have um, Israeli and Israeli soldiers in there. Um, there's scientists, physicians, and then there's like um, regular people. Like uh, there's a a, a student, uh, just like a 28 year old student or whatnot. And I think that that would be something really fun. But I would want for like Disney to do something like that because I think that would have a lot of traction. Uh, as far as an arc, uh, I would love them to do Secret Wars, the original, if only to show the scope of Guardians with all the characters, but to get its Venom done right. So mine is literally like a path to another path. Like, I think the symbiotes would be amazing, but the only way to do that in the classic sense would be Secret Wars. So we're talking like a few hundred million investment just to get to another few hundred million investment, which is a struggle. Um, but I would love to see that. But as far as an individual character, I think Mysterio, if done right, could be amazing because of technology. Uh, I think that obscure character man i would love to see craven and vermin i would love to see craven's last hunt and just see how like violent and like rough the it's more of a psychological spider-man story which we've never really touched on um and it's hated but man do i love me some ben riley uh i i think the clone saga is a very interesting commentary on like the masculine opinion and ego and id and narcissism and like self-worth and self-belief and like they couldn't really touch on that in a single movie but the idea of not knowing if you were real Whoa! So those the yeah, like there's a lot that'd be like Spider-Man Seven. He'd have to be like thirty. You know what I mean? Like, oh, look at my seventeen-year-old self. Am I a clone? That's just puberty, man. That's just like I was wondering if that was real my whole puberty. Um, so yeah, a lot of Spider-Man stuff. I'd love to see. Yeah. So what's yours? Cool. What's yours, man? I recently read Next Wave. (laughs) What What's Next Wave? Next Wave: Agents of Hate by uh, Warren Ellis and Stewart. Emonine, oh, I, I love believe. that team. Oh, okay. I haven't read that. Yeah, with um, Elsa Bloodstone, the Captain, Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel, no. uh, Tabitha Smith, and Aaron Stack. Mm-hmm. The most <laughs> eclectic, weird team. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, was, what was their catchphrase? Like, uh, like doing good by punching people in the face or something like that? <laughs> That's great. Oh, that sounds like Monica. <laughs> right, and I was just laughing. Like, I'm reading, I'm like, this is so clever and funny and... 30th point, I'm thinking, could this be the comedy Marvel is looking for? Interesting. Oh. I was going to say... Think I'm look- 
Oh, go ahead, Zoom. I was going to say Great Lakes Avengers is like the silly one that I've been waiting for, but that would this would be even more fun, I think. Yeah, this is great, and I love the team behind it. I haven't read it, uh, but I love the team behind it, and I love the people in it, so I'm already on board. Yeah, I need to jump yeah. back into like newer comics, so uh, that I, seems like a good one to go at. And I've been yeah. reading so many DC comics lately. Get back to Marvel. No, join us. I'm my friends, both. my friends keep on giving me that. Yeah, no, I'm they reading both right now. That, it's so a lot like, yeah. right now. We are at war. Oh, stop! <laughs> Get out! The dude. live chat is already so mad at me for referencing Clone Saga positively. I'm sorry, it had some merits. <laughs> It can be done well on the big screen. Give it a chance. Yeah, give it a new ending, redefine it, don't make it last 10 years longer than it needs to. Uh, Dude, yeah, I love that idea. I need to read that now, too. There's a lot of books that I'm just like, I'm reading like 30 books a week, but I'm going to add that to the queue. That sounds interesting. Yeah, so, all right, I can paint, like, one image for you. It's like, in one of the later issues, the team goes on a mission, and they attack this live base. And each time you flip the page, they're facing, like, a wide variety of bad guys, like, on one flash page it's a giant dragon with like ninjas the, the <laughs> next page it's like you know wolverine monkeys and dude you know, pirates you flip to the next page and it's like they're beating up everybody they don't care that's they're, amazing they're yeah dude this sounds great um so, i i just love the thought process of you know what's better than a dragon a dragon with ninjas yeah exactly flip the page <laughs> i love that <laughs> yeah um and i was thinking if it's a comedy and with the scale because it's only like 12 issues Maybe this could be like it almost looks like the show you could maybe put onto like an HBO or AMC where you can it can be a little bit more adult but still have the humor in it. But you know, I, I loved it when I read it, and if you guys haven't read it, definitely check it out. It's worth it. Actually, Everyone you know what? I'm gonna that. I'm gonna change my answer while I still have you on the phone. <laughs> I'm gonna leave Spider-Man entirely, as you know, I'm a very Spider-Man biased fella. I Ooh. want a show that is like how Harry Potter makes you feel, but instead of gifted. Wizards, I want Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters by way of Harry Potter. I think a weekly show okay. that you meet different teachers, you meet different, like, you have different classrooms. I want something that has the magic of Harry Potter, but it's mutants instead. And I think that's the best way to actually get the X-Men across. Yeah, uh, After seeing Fantastic Beasts, I was like, oh, oh right. mutants would be great here. Like, I would love that uh, version of the X-Men. So like not X-Men, but Xavier's school for the game. Exactly. exactly. And I, I think that'd be a great TV show. I think that'd be a great... Someone, to be fair, someone tweeted me the idea of this a few weeks back, but then after watching Fantastic Beasts, I was like, oh, it is Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that universe, I just missed the X-Men that I read when I was a kid, and I think that'd be a cool way to get them. Right. Within the Marvel awesome. Universe, we could always get like an Avengers Academy. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. could fill the same sort of area. Absolutely. It can be... Are we talking like it's Glee-like inspired kind of a thing? I mean, what tone are you saying? I assume less singing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I read no, some crazy I X-Men mean, books, but... Uh, okay, that was that was the wrong Hugh team. Hugh Jackman Cabaret, he'd be so happy. Like, I'd, He'd like, get to combine everything he loves. He's just like, Wolverine! <laughs> oh, that'd be fantastic. Spirit Claws. Oh, like, stop. <laughs> I'm just, yes. Spirit Claws? Spirit Claws. I'm into this vision. Bring it, guys. I love that. Xavier's oh, like no. giving them all the words so they can all like ad-lib. Like, he's just transmitting song lyrics. Oh, Music man. class is outstanding. That's how everyone knows the words, because Xavier, Xavier just Because Xavier just transmits them out. <laughs> Jubilee's doing like a show in the front. Of like, course. Dazzler's there, obviously. <laughs> Guys, call us. We're going to make a musical X-Men show. I, know. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Thanks, Caller, yeah. for encouraging that madness. I appreciate it. I never even thought of musical. That got us there. Yeah. You're oh. totally welcome, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have a good one, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Bye. Take care. Bye. 
Uh, what a great Thanksgiving Dude, show. Dude, Lay Miz with X-Men. Lay Miz with X-Men. Oh, my God. 246 X-23. <laughs> like, yeah, man. I did see in in the theater Spider-Man turn off the dark. That, I mean, hey, that I respect was, that. That was an interesting night. I've watched Les Mis too many times. I think it's a very similar experience to turn off the dark when you're, yeah. D- dude, I want a musical X-Men now. Never thought I'd want that. But now. But now. But now we need. Just don't. Fan, fan cast uh, an X-Men musical for us. Yes. <laughs> just don't just don't get Bono. <laughs> dude. Sp- Spider-Man Aww. Turn Off the Dark. Like, I, I, I went and I saw it on Broadway at least in, like, the last month of its run. It was so silly. I yeah. had a great time. It should never have existed. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, team, uh, this yeah. has been our Thanksgiving special. I appreciate you. I'm very thankful for you. Yes. We're we appreciate you. you. We appreciate yes. you. Uh, and the tweets have been great. The The caves have been incredible. Uh, do you have anything you need to plug this week? Uh, sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, ha- first off, have a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, actually, yeah, my, my week isn't as normal as it usually is. Uh, it's a holiday. Uh, yeah, because it's a holiday. So I am I actually kind of have some days off. Oh, my God, that never oh, happens. Enjoy that. I know, but um, I'll be back, um, well, Mondays. Um, I do uh, WWE Raw with AfterBuzz uh, TV, so uh, tune in then. Uh, we just did the uh, After uh, Survivor Series Raw yesterday, and I had um, two awesome guests. I mean, uh, the other hosts were out, so I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's do all the mine. things. Yes, yeah, so I had um, two comedians. Um, one was comedian slash um, uh, former pro wrestler. So we just we covered all the bases and had all the fun. Hell so yeah. if you want to check that out on After Buzz, please do. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I'll see you next week Tuesday. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back yeah. next week. And uh, if you're going out Black <laughs> Friday shopping, be careful. Uh, thank you guys so much. I do it every year. It's, I never it's, it's my holiday. Oh, it gets, oh and uh, no. uh, if I could just give a oh, quick yeah, plug. Oh, yeah, I saw some people do. asking about Fantastic Beasts in the chat roll. Oh, um, yeah. If you want, jump over to uh, another show on Popcorn Talk, my show, uh, Sci-Fi Weekly, where on Sunday we did uh, me, Emma Fife, and Jesse Klein, uh, who's Jesse Klein's been on the show a couple of times, and we yeah. do Ages of Love Shield. Jesse. Uh, we did our Fantastic Beast review, which is not sci-fi. Just go with it. <laughs> it's uh, but yeah, it was fiction. Fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Fantastic Beast was. It was. I, I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Yeah. And I'm a proud Slytherin. All right, guys. Ravenclaw. <laughs> have a wonderful week, Raven and we'll Claw. see you next time. Marvel Movie <laughs> News. Bye, guys. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs> <laughs>